Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. everyone and welcome to another episode of Access Press. My name is Matt and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. In this episode 86, we'll be once again bringing another interview with a cast member. It's been a while since we've had one of these episodes, but I'm excited to be back and to bring you this episode. Today, I sat down with Steve to talk about his time working as a photo pass photographer down in Walt Disney World. So I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. He had a lot of great uh, stories to share. So yeah, I think it is going to be a fun one. Uh, But yeah, I just wanted to kind of let you guys know that uh, this uh, upcoming July 11th, so I'm dropping this episode July 10th, so tomorrow. Tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of Excess Press. It's crazy that it's been one full year since I've started the show. I, I always say that I, I don't know how I, uh, I keep doing this, but I honestly, I, I love doing it. Uh, I'm not going to talk too much about uh, how I felt about this past year, but uh, uh, tune in for this Sunday's episode. Katie will be back and she will be joining me, and we're going to be talking about just kind of, of my thoughts in the past year and reflect on it and uh, maybe a little fun here and there. So, um, But yeah, just a crazy time. That It's uh, it's weird to me that it's been one year, and I'm, I'm super excited, and hopefully I do this for many more. So, um, But yeah, thank you for all of you for... Just uh, supporting the show and continuing to listen, but uh, enough about that for now. Why don't we just jump right into it and begin this episode of the Excess Press Podcast. On today's show, we have Steve from the San Francisco Bay Area. 
Steve, how are you doing today? Doing well, thanks for asking. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. You know, the, the first day back after the uh, the holiday break, uh, it was quite busy this weekend. How was your, uh, your, your festivities over the weekend? Do anything good? Uh, very relaxing and just working in between relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, you always got to keep up with the with the podcast. So to me, that's this kind of work, but it's fun work. So hopefully, your work was fun uh, while you were relaxing. So <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. Nice, cool. Sounds good. Well, I'm excited to talk to you um, about your time working for Disney and at the parks. But before we kind of get into that, so. Uh, you're from the San Francisco Bay Area, so did you did you grow up in California? Yes, I am a native Californian, which is rare to find these days. <laughs> oh, is it? Why? Is there a lot of people around you like transplants? Uh, yeah, tons of, I mean, because I, I live in Silicon Valley, um, and tech industry is just growing leaps and bounds here, so a lot of people are moving here from other parts of the, you know, the country and even the world. So when I you know, say I'm a native Californian, people are like, whoa, you know, it's kind of a shock. Um, you know, a lot of my good friends that I've made here actually are not even from California. So <laughs> wow, that's, it's, it's rare. That's interesting. I never thought about it like that. That's uh, yeah. I guess with the tech industry booming, people are just uh, trying to make the, the the switch over there. So, mm-hmm. uh, cool. So, so I assume that means like you kind of did you grow up around Disneyland or did you go to the, the to Walt Disney World? Like, kind of tell me about your background. Like how you uh, fell in love with the Disney parks. Uh, no, I, I'm born and raised here in the San Francisco Bay Area, so I'm about five and a half, six hours uh, north of Disneyland. And uh, my, luckily my parents had already really had a love for, for Disney and would take my sister and I down to Disneyland uh, every summer. Um, so we were pretty, pretty lucky to do that. And we did go to Disney World when we were probably nine and ten. Uh, I do have a little bit of memories from that trip. I just remember it being really hot, and my sister and I were kind of thinking, like, where the heck are we? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, no, we went to Disneyland a lot, and uh, my first memory of of Disneyland is watching the Main Street Electrical Parade at night with my family. Um, And it's, it's pretty crazy that I can remember all that stuff. And my second memory is taking pictures of... uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs on Main Street uh, with, with my camera. My parents could tell already that I enjoyed photography, so they bought me a, a little camera. And I actually still have those pictures of today, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, that's kind of what started my my love for Disney. My interest um, was my family. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, your parents, I mean, of course, they're always going to be the ones to to bring you down there or your guardians if, if that's what you have. But um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. it, seeing Disney at such a young age is just kind of mesmerizing. And I'm, I'm sure seeing all the lights on the, uh, the main street electrical parade uh, as a kid is just amazing. Cause I kind of have memories of spectrum magic, which is pretty similar. Um, mm-hmm. But Hey, I, I just saw that the, uh, the main street electrical parade is going to be back this summer. So if, uh, if I don't know if you're going to go check it out at all, but uh, it, it will be back for a short time. For a short period of time oh yeah we have a couple of trips planned to disneyland uh throughout the summer and the winter 
Yeah, Perfect. we're going on a, a on a Disney cruise at the end of this this month. So a lot of Disney this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it sure sounds like it. <laughs> That's great. So have you have you been to Disneyland since um, Galaxy's Edge have opened up or no? Not yet. To be honest with you, no. I've purposely kept my distance because uh, of the crowds. I didn't really want to have to deal with that madness. Uh, but from what I've seen, it, the park isn't as busy as what they were projecting it to be. Uh, so we have added a, a, a trip down to Disneyland much sooner than I had anticipated. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's it's... Yeah, for some reason, we were kind of talking about it on one of our previous shows. But yeah, the crowds have not been what Disney was hoping. Uh, but I think when annual passes uh, blackout dates, uh, they they stop. I think there might be a bit more of an influx of people to the to the parks. So we'll see. But uh, yeah, but cool. So. All right. Well, let's kind of begin. Um, thank you for sharing all that, of course. But um, I'm excited to, to learn about how you first began working for Disney. So kind of go into it because you didn't do the college program, which most of the people uh, on the show do, but you, you actually began work for working for Disney. So kind of talk about how all of that came, came about. Well, regarding the Disney program, I had no idea that existed until I got to Disney. Um, and people are like, Oh, that's a CP. And I'm like, what's a CP? And I said, it's a college program. I'm like, what's the college program? <laughs> and I found out and I, I remember uh, messaging my mom and I was like, did you know about this? And she's like, yes, but I wouldn't have let you have gone. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so I was like, ah, crap. So in retrospect, I really wish I did the CP program um, just for the experience. But I'm kind of jealous of that. But yeah, so um, I'm a creative person at heart. I love photography. I love drawing. I love designing things. And Disney has always been the, a huge attraction for me. I've worked for Apple. I've worked for Microsoft. Uh, I work at Google now. And I wanted Disney to be on my resume. And I wanted to have a lasting impact. So I went down there. I wanted to work as a photographer. And uh, unfortunately, they had no spots. They really didn't have any roles open at that time for photography and my friend was working at the cruise lines and said hey you might want to interview there i interviewed i flew out to florida and from california and interviewed had two interviews and uh, like a week later they said hey you got the position i said great so i went through their training found out i did not like it no <laughs> and what, what um, was the I role am, exactly for the cruise line uh it was reservations uh, customer service and yeah, and reservations. Oh, so, gotcha. Yeah. Um, it just, it was not a fit for me. And I really had my idea in my head. I wanted to work with the guests. I wanted to work with people and again, and I wanted to have some sort of creative impact. And even though I am working with the guests in that role, I didn't really feel like I was going to have much of a creative impact. So I was, I read, uh, cause to recast, usually have to stay at a role for a specific amount of time. And since this was office and technical, I found out that there's a window within 30 days that I can recast. I can apply for another role. Within so, 30? <laughs> do you mean like within, within 30, 30 days of starting? Correct. Wow. I, that's, <laughs> I didn't realize they would be able to, to let you do that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, everyone was telling me no. And... 
you know, kind of coming from a corporate background, I was like, this is really limiting. Why would they do that to somebody? And come to find out on, you know, doing some research that it was possible if I was going to be offered a, another position, it would happen. So uh, I come to find come to find out there was a position open at DPI. I went in. What's DPI? Had uh, sorry, Disney Photo Imaging. It's PhotoPass, Disney PhotoPass at the parks. Oh, so that's the, the the technical term of PhotoPass. Yeah, I you know I don't know if they still call it uh, DPI, but I, I sh- I'm sure they still do. But it's Disney Photo Imaging, and it's it encapsulates all the services that are available through PhotoPass. Okay. Be well, it, I, you know, sorry, go ahead and finish your thought. Oh, I'm just saying, be it, you know, p- uh, pictures with characters, um, backstage VIP events, that those sort of things. Gotcha. So, I, so since you're calling it DPI, and so I'm curious, like what, what year was this uh, that you had uh, apply or interview and got the job? Uh, I started, I believe in 2010. Okay. 2009, 2010. And when I left, I left um, right almost at my five-year mark. I would have got that five-year pin, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it was yeah, They were still calling it uh, Disney uh, DPI internally. Okay. All right, cool. All right, so, so yeah, so continue. Like, what kind of happened? So you, uh, you, you were, you were, so you were uh, interviewing for the, the, the spot for the photo pass. So, so what happened? Yeah, I brought my uh, my my portfolio in and showed them my my photography background, um, and they were interested. And um, they went and spoke to somebody, and about fifteen minutes later, uh, hired me on the spot, which was really awesome. And oh, I started wow. training. Oh yeah, I started training a week after, so I kind of had like a week of of no work and and no pay, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so you had, it was quick. Yeah. So you had made the move all the way from California to Florida, correct? Yes. Wow. Well, I mean, that's kind of cool that you're able to get your, (laughs) to get your foot in the door and then be able to switch that soon, which is kind of just strange to even think about it that way. Um, it it was, from what I can tell, it's rare. Um, and I built belong to a bunch of Disney cast member groups, alumni and stuff. And I hear people like, Oh, I want to transfer this. I want to do this. And I hear a lot of times just people can't do it or they have to wait a year um, or they have too many points on their record. So they're going to be limited. Um, so for lack of better words, yeah, I felt like I was blessed and I finally uh, felt like what I wanted to do was going to be achieved. Wow. Well, that's great. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I'm a huge photographer myself and, if I were to have probably a job at Disney, I would, I would love to be like a photo pass um, photographer. It just seems like a lot of fun. So can't wait to hear more about uh, what you have to say. <laughs> um, so kind of go into, so you got the job. Now you were located in an office uh, off of Disney property beforehand. You you were not in uh, at the parks? Uh, when I was at the cruise lines, I was in celebration at their offices there. Uh, they're their operation is in, in celebration, not too far. And then uh, when I switched over to PhotoPass, my uh, home park was Epcot. And I, I begged them to. I was just like, "Can I please work at Epcot, please?" And, and they, you know, they were saying, <laughs> "Well, you kind of get you get kind of get thrown where you're thrown where you're needed at that point." And uh, hey, it does not hurt to say anything though. 
You no, know, yeah, and I, I asked him, I was like, you know, I, I understand that, but Epcot is, this is why I'm here, and um, I got Ep- Epcot, so my office was um, at Epcot, which was pretty awesome. So why, so I'm curious, why why Epcot? What makes Epcot so special to you? Oh, man, you know, when I, when I was there as a kid, I think, like I said, nine or ten, um, my sister's a year younger, we just every time we went into a pavilion, you know, as a child, you're just like, this is pure magic. You know, I remember it's blazing hot outside and the sun is, you know, like it's around one o'clock and we went into the Mexican pavilion and it's midnight and cool. And, you know, I'm like, what the heck? How's, you know, how are they doing this? There's a volcano about her. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, coming back, you know, just, you know, thinking about those memories, it's, it's just pure magic. Um, I love Japanese culture. I love the language and going to the, the pavilion, the Japanese pavilion. Uh, the cast members were so nice. I remember they were dressing my sister and I up and a lady was teaching me origami. You know, it was, it was, it was just all these awesome memories. Um, we were there for a week and I felt like we weren't there long enough. <laughs> I'm sure my parents felt that we were there long enough, but, uh, you know, we just wanted to keep exploring and, I think also the atmosphere in general was very attracted to attractive to me and riding spaceship earth um, again was just you know I'm used it was used to going to Disneyland all the time and kind of seeing the same things which is still awesome as I am a, you know an adult now but Epcot as a child was just awesome yeah, no, that's really neat. Unfortunately, like as a kid for me, I don't remember too much about Epcot, and like I, I can't remember if I ever went on Horizons. Um, I don't. Do you remember? Did you go on Horizons, or at least do you remember at all, or no? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of the memories that I just don't have. So, but Aww. nice. That's that's awesome, though. I'm glad that like there's that one park that just kind of sticks out for you, and it seems like it is special for you, and I'm. Glad that you're able to do your your photo pass over there. Yeah, well, I, I remember my sister and I were in France, and I, we saw the Eiffel Tower. My parents kind of, you know, they trusted us to run off and come back. And I told my sister, I'm "Like, let's go find the Eiffel Tower." We couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> I came back to my parents. I was mad. I'm like, "Okay, I can see the Eiffel Tower. Why can't we get there?" <laughs> um, you know. And then I finally, you know, I'm started to work at Epcot. And I, I won't ruin the magic for everybody, but I, I finally found uh, the Eiffel Tower, and it wasn't what I expected. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the it's the part of the Disney magic. That's all it exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> uh, cool. So let's kind of go into your job role. So kind of t- tell me about like what was what was training like. So you you already kind of know your way around a camera. Um, so kind of what 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 did they train you on? Um, like how did did they tell you kind of how, like how did you work with kids and adults like what what did they teach you uh my i my two trainers i i'm still friends with them today and in um jim were amazing they kind of already knew i knew how to take a you know photograph and handle a camera um but they were there primarily to teach us about safety and um, also how to deliver a uniform product. Photographers are artists at heart, 
So we all want something to look the way we think is going to look cool. That's great. But if you're going to work in an environment where you're trying to deliver a product that's going to look consistent across the board, everyone needs to shoot the same thing. And uh, that can get a little monotonous. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie, but um, I think the training helped us not become bored at our role and to engage guests and have a fun time. We really weren't, trained on how to deal with with children or anything you, that was kind of a you'll learn that <laughs> as you're as you're you know performing your role on stage um but I, I really feel like when you're being hired for specific roles at disney they're already looking at your temperament your attitude your personality and um i think they've already kind of weeded out people who don't want to work with certain groups of people um Typically, I, the photographers tend to be a little bit more engaging and more okay with being face-forward to guests. If you're shy and you don't want to talk to people, that role is really not going to be for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually some of my like favorite memories have come from the PhotoPass photographers. Uh, like my, I actually had my, uh, my bachelor party there two years ago, and I wanted to get as many photos photos done as I could and I actually made like a whole booklet uh like one of those like photo books for my groomsmen and stuff and we would I would always be looking on the the apps just to make sure I can find a photo pass photographer and whenever like there wasn't like a line at a photo pass spot like you just the photographers standing around just waiting for people to show up for the spot like they would always engage with us like they would take like like I'm sure they're they're told like okay you have to take these like two pictures to make sure that the guests get them. But then like the photo pass photographer would then like make us do funny stuff, crazy stuff. And like would not, we wouldn't just get like one or two photos. We would get like eight, eight great photos because they're, they're just engaging with us. And plus they probably didn't see a lot of uh, guys. Uh, they probably didn't see a lot of bachelor parties every now and then. But, um, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, they, they created a lot of my favorite memories. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it, it definitely we we're, we're told to take three photos, very specific type of photos, and uh, kind of sense the engagement of the guests if they want to take more, or if they want to focus on their kids or whatever. And we were what I really liked about that role too is we were empowered to kind of take off and be creative with people, and to create extra magic, um, not just magic but extra magic, which was really was really awesome. I didn't like because like the role at the cruise line as cool as it was i didn't feel like i could create any more magic over the phone <laughs> and uh being able to like walk down hollywood boulevard take photos and then i'm like hey let's go to sunset boulevard i got some cool shots over there we can do by the luggage people are like let's do it you know and i would spend 30 minutes with the same group of people and we were not chastised for that if anything we were kind of like hey that was great you know these people came back they looked at their photos um, they were really, really happy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I, I appreciated that because this department wanted us to engage with the guests. And I, yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. You feel like you're a more valuable, uh, cast member that way. No, that's for sure. And I'm, I'm glad you were able to kind of make those special memories for people by doing, doing those little things and just going above and beyond. So uh, cool. So kind of tell me what was like, what was an average day like uh, for you? So 
since you weren't like a, a since you weren't a Disney college programmer and you were kind of like a full time cast member, did you get like the like the good times of the day? Like, I mean, it's luckily with Epcot, it's usually only open till like nine o'clock. But like, what was an average day like for you? Uh, there really were not average days because we were kind of um. We're, we're considered global employees or global cast members. So honestly, I what, could what does that mean? Global? global means I could go anywhere or I could, I could be asked and I, and I have the capability to go anywhere on property and do my job. So I, I had shown up before at Epcot and, um, they're like, Hey, we we're fully staffed today would you like to do something different i'm like sure what they're like will you go to the polynesian and uh and work with some guests over there we have some photo shoots on the beach and i'm like already out the door (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so it's uh, i mean there were average days but i kind of feel like every day in this role you kind of didn't know what you were going to do if i was at studios Maybe I would start it on Hollywood Boulevard, but then they might move me to the Power Rangers or they might move me to uh, Mickey uh, or during Star Wars weekends. I was one of the Star Wars people and you just don't, I mean, you just don't know who you're going to work with. And you can definitely come in and say, hey, I want to work with C-3PO today and you might be able to do that all day. So it was an average day was kind of you walk in, we have a meeting, talk about goals. We look at, you know, pictures like, Hey, these are some awesome shots. How do you think you could duplicate this? Or how can you, how do you think you could um, maybe make it your own style and still make the guests really happy? So yeah, an average day, a meeting, and then whatever they throw at you. (laughs) Oh, nice. I remember, I, I can't remember who it was, but we had a PhotoPass photographer on uh, maybe a couple months ago. And I remember they were saying that, like, I, I think you're able to, like, kind of showcase the photos that you take. Like, say there's, like, a really special photo that you took uh, and people, like, vote on it or something like that. Is Am I making that up or, or is that a thing? Uh, no, yeah. So... Each park probably does this differently. They do it in Disneyland. They do it at California Adventure also. And they do it in uh, other locations, not just the parks. Uh, So we're able to pull up our photos and basically they just kind of show people what we've done. Also, our leaders or our coordinators could do the same thing. Uh, Sometimes what would prompt it would be a guest um, comment and they'd say like, "Hey, Steve, took us over to the star, to over to the speeder by Star Wars, um, and just we really had a great time. And look at all, you know, they took these great photos of our kids. They'll take that guest comment, they'll put it up, and then they'll we'll show the photos of, um, you know, of pictures of what you took. Sometimes though, <laughs> the leaders are a little sneaky." they are watching you work with the guests and if they're if they see something that's just awesome and you're doing really well they'll actually have another photographer come and take pictures of you working with the guests and so you sometimes you get to see yourself in action doing your job which is pretty nice and to be acknowledged for that is is uh is great but with PhotoPass, because you're global or just because you're kind of all over the parks you're not at one attraction or you're not at a um, 
a merchandise location, you're moving around. So the opportunity for guest interaction is extremely high. Anything from, hey, where's the bathroom, to when is the three o'clock parade, to, you know, I'm lost. Can you help me find my kid? <laughs> <laughs> Was there like a favorite uh, photo so, pass spot that you liked the most? Oh, wow. Um, like maybe like a spot that you were able to like do funny so, things with people. That's, uh, it's real. That's really tough because Epcot, I mean, it was, I mean, you had every pavilion to work with. Um, I really did. I, you know, I didn't have a favorite spot. Uh, unfortunately I did. I did. I like taking pictures, uh, at Epcot just with spaceship earth in the background because it was challenging. Those photos can come out really crooked, can come out really weird. I mean, you have a, a sphere behind people, and uh, yeah, it could be a challenge. But when at night, when the sun is setting, and you have like, you know, red, pink, and purple, and blue, and then there's lights illuminating Spaceship Earth, when done well, they just, they're beautiful pictures. Um, yeah. So I, I would say Spaceship Earth is probably one of my favorite things nice. to take pictures of. Yeah, with that, and without guests. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely. I, I feel like I've seen some of the best photos at Disney World of of Spaceship Earth, particularly mostly because of those colors. Like I've definitely seen plenty of those with like the sunset and then just the glowing lights on on it. And, and yeah, they oh, yeah. were great. Beautiful. Yeah. Cool. So, kind of let's kind of get to the fun stuff about uh, about your roles. So like what were some of your like your some fun memories that you had like maybe like some guest interactions or some like special photo shoots that you did like you said you went to like the Polynesian uh, for some special shoots. So kind of go into uh, something that was fun fun for you. One thing that was quite fun was during Star Wars weekends and we had a Make-A-Wish family uh, show up. We were kind of just, I think, yeah, I was with Leia and Luke and they had their last set. It was later in the day and the, I think our like last guest was a Make-A-Wish family. It was this this girl. And we're taking pictures and, you know, they're just taking their time with her. Parents were awesome. The characters were great. The little girl was just enamored. She must have been eight or nine and you know she is pretty much into into star wars and she had a star wars shirt on and uh just loved princess leia well they had an idea they're like do you want to go on the star speeder with us and the girl's like sure and uh, the parents are like yeah you could go but we're not gonna go <laughs> we're not gonna go we can't ride this ride i actually was able to go on the star speeder with luke and leia and this little girl just the four of us and uh, have an extreme extra magic uh, moment there. And I took photos. I was so nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> when you say Star Speeder, um, I just want I to be clear. To... You're talking about Star Tours, right? Star Tours, yes. We, were on, we, we went okay. to Star Tours. And uh, we took a Star Speeder to Endor. Well, I think we tried to get to Endor. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I sat off to the left. And they sat back a little bit so I can get a good, a good you know, some good angles, but I was belted in as we were taking pictures, they were all belted in and it was just amazing. And I remember, you know, scanning their card and thanking them and the girls, you know, giving them hugs and we're walking away and I'm like, okay, I just took pictures of Luke and Leia on a star speeder. 
<laughs> light speed to Endor. <laughs> and, you know, it was just kind of like, wow, you know, not many people get to say that. And um, they got to do that. And that was number one. The reason why I went to Disney was to be creative and have an impact. You know, I was, I, you know, the family, I don't know if they bought the pictures or not, but I'm sure they saw them and those memories are there forever for them. And I, I think that's, that right there is, is awesome. Yeah, no, that is a special moment. And I'm, you might be able be the only one that's able to say that. I mean, that's, especially when it comes <laughs> to like Walt Disney World. So <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I remember getting off and looking at Leia. I'm like, we're not doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that ride, but I was nauseous the rest of the day. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, but yeah. it was it was amazing. Well, uh, but it, yeah, magic. Oh, sorry. Go no, I was gonna say at least you have the memory, so that's what that's what matters. No, oh, totally. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh no, just uh, I think you know, just there's a. I mean, there's so many. Sp- sp- special moments where you're able to create those magic moments for people. Um, and sometimes the people make your day extra special. This was the first job or role I ever had where I worked on holidays and I wasn't with family. You know, I, I remember my first day, uh, my first Christmas Eve, I worked at Hollywood studios with Mickey and that was the first time I ever worked with Mickey and Mickey made my day extra special, and the guests made my day extra special. I'm sure you heard where guests will have their kids come up and give cast members a Christmas card with like candy inside, saying "Thank you for working today and making our day extra special." Oh, actually, um, I haven't heard of that. That's new to me. Oh yeah, um, guests would give us gifts—not gifts, but like little mementos or something, you know. Just saying, hey, we know this is a special day for us. This might be a special day for you. Thank you for coming in and working um, and making our day that, you know, even more special. Uh, which uh, the first time it ever happened to me, I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, I'm telling my my coworkers. They're like, oh, yeah, that happens every once in a while. That's so cool. You know, or the little kids will come up and, and give you a Valentine's Day card and give you a hug or something. Um, so, yeah. So sometimes it's not just us creating the magic it's kind of this symbiotic thing where the guests are actually really happy to see you and they create the magic for you yeah oh that's really neat that's cool no i never heard of that that's uh if i ever go during a holiday i feel like i would have to do that so (laughs) yeah you know sometimes uh working on those days was kind of sad because i'm like wow i really wish i was with my family right now blah 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 and you know you're thinking of that but when people show their appreciation you kind of forget about that and it makes it worthwhile. Yeah, no, definitely not easy. Um, <laughs> so I, I mean, I want to hear more of these stories. I mean, you, you work PhotoPass for five years, so uh, I'm sure you have a plethora of just stories in your back pocket. Some, you know what, here, here's, here's, here's a specific question. So you said you had worked uh, doing a special photo shoot at the Polynesian. So what were some other like kind of special photo shoots that you had to do? Uh, during Star Wars weekends, I I worked every Star Wars weekends, which was pretty amazing. And uh, we would have VIPs show up. And one, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember his name. He played, I think, Wicket, the Ewok. 
Oh, um, oh, War, uh, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, thank you. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I actually helped set up and train for um, the Jedi Training Academy at Hollywood Studios. Um, my good friend and I helped set that up, the photography and stuff. And so during the first Star Wars weekends, we got to shoot all the shows and work with some of the VIPs there. And Warren Davis showed up with his family and he got to go on stage and fight Darth Vader (laughs) (laughs) and his daughter and his son went on stage and also fought Darth Vader. And I was able to shoot these, you know, an entire encounter. I burned them. I went backstage, went to the office, burned all the photos onto the CD and presented them to him. And he was like, is this for me? And I was like, yeah, this is for you. This is your family fighting Darth Vader and you. And I really hope you enjoy the photos. The photos turned out amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you know, just thinking the fact that I was able to give him uh, those pictures was just amazing. So that was another kind of amazing experience that I had. Nice. That's, that's real. I mean, Warwick Davis, I heard from all the experiences that people have had with him over the years, everyone just says he's like, just like the nicest human being ever. Um, I mean, I don't know what your experience was, but at least that's just what I've hear. I've heard. Oh, he was, he was so nice. He looked me in the eye. He was not dismissive. I mean, I, I, when I worked at Apple, I met a bunch of very famous people who wouldn't give anyone the time of day. Um, but I mean, he was also backstage. We were all backstage. But I mean, he was looked me in the eye. He said, thank you. He shook my hand. Unfortunately, I couldn't see his kids. I, I, I'm sure they were writing something. Uh, but yeah, he was just so nice, so friendly. Um, so yeah, something I will definitely remember. And uh, You know, they have like that thing of six degrees of separation. Um, I am now less than that from a lot of people in Star Wars, which I think is kind of cool. <laughs> I'm a, I am a Star Wars fan. That is a, that is a fun fact about you. So that, that's actually a nice uh, that's a nice icebreaker whenever you're meeting someone for the first time. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. yeah. I have some other crazy stories too. Um, Tell me, I'm, the I'm, la- I'm, I want to know. So, well, <laughs> this might be a little. Uh, well, no, I, I think it should be fine. Uh, it's, I mean, time... it's totally fine as long as it's like safe enough. It's it's all good. So okay, yeah. <laughs> so the the last time I worked with Minnie Mouse was at Hollywood Studios, and I had already given my two weeks notice. So I had I knew that this was going to be my last. We called it a hat set because it was at the Sorcerer's Hat, and it was going to be my last hat set uh, at Studios. So it was kind of a bittersweet sweet thing for me. And I asked her, like, can I work with Minnie today? They're like, yeah, go for it. So go backstage. I meet Minnie. She's super sweet. And uh, usually if, I, if I, I know the characters well, we'll go out on stage and, like, we'll go arm in arm, uh, you know, to go out and meet the guests. And uh, so we're, we're leaving our area to go out to the meet and greet. And we get past the hat. We're coming up to the back of the hat by the great movie ride. And Minnie's like squeezing my arm really hard. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, and I'm sitting there holding a camera. I have a, you know, lap computer basically attached to my waist, flash and batteries. And she squeezes it really hard. And I look and she's kind of looking at me and she's 
pointing her head down, like looking down. I'm like, what? And she's just kind of like still bobbing her head down. I look down. Her bloomers had fallen down on her shoes. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, uh, when you say bloomers, is that like underwear <laughs> or the the part of the, that's part of the? Well, costume? you know how she has, I guess so. Yeah, you know how she has her skirt, and yeah. then you see the white fluffy. Those are her bloomers. Oh no! And, yeah, I I don't know what those are for. Um, I don't think they're your underwear because I don't know. But anyway, oh no! <laughs> I'm not, I'm not in costuming, so we go we're, and we can't. She can't walk uh, because. Um, her feet won't her shoes are so big they won't go through them so luckily there were no guests around but I and she's just like put them up for me you know and she's she's just kind of looking at me with her hands like oh she mean put them up and I'm like okay fine I'll do that and and so I'm trying to put her bloomers back on and they snap on which is very nice but guests start coming towards us and uh basically are trying to take pictures and videoing this entire time. And Minnie is so cool. She's sitting there posing for the photos and she's making kissing sounds and like patting me on the head, you know, saying, you know, thank you, motioning thank you and stuff. And, and kind of like wiping her brow. Phew, you know, we're good. And (laughs) (laughs) my face was so, I don't get embarrassed easily, but my face was so beat red our character attendant was nowhere to be found. I think she went ahead to make sure the line was organized well. Uh, but we showed up to our set on time, <laughs> took all of our photos, went backstage, and Minnie and I had a very long laugh. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I had to look so up. A... That was the last time I ever worked with Minnie Mouse. And I, I every once in a while, I, well, after like a month after that, I would go on YouTube and, and check to see if there was any videos or anything uploaded but nothing thank the gods <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i had to look up a photo of Minnie real quick and yeah the the bloomers just like they go right below her dress so i can only imagine what that costume yeah. character was feeling so <laughs> um that's hilarious that was my last memory working with Minnie mouse and she was totally professional and awesome about it um but yeah <laughs> nice well no i mean that's a that's a great story um so, well, so we're kind of winding down on time. Um, so before we kind of get out of here, I want to, I have a, a few, two important questions and then some other ones, but, um, uh, I want to know, like, I don't know if you've already told if, if, um, I want to know what your favorite memory is. So I don't know if one of those three stories or four stories that you've told were, what are your favorite memories? Um, but was there a favorite memory of working there at the, at the parks? Uh, you know, I worked at the Polynesian. I worked. I, I picked up shifts at the water parks. Um, I worked at DAC Animal Kingdom. I worked at MK a few times. Mainly spent all my time at Studios and Epcot. And I can't tell you what my favorite memory is because they're all just awesome. But what looking back on is my is the best memories was making friends of all the cast members and my leaders and still to this day being in contact with them and going to their weddings and going you know to their birthdays and flying to another country to meet them somewhere um all of those memories that i've made with these friends that i'll have the rest of my life is what i cherish the most um 
I would not have all these awesome fresh friendships if I had not worked at Disney <laughs> and, you know, been basically exposed to a million different cultures and, and ways of life. And I grew so much in those years working, working there, um, at the parks. My second memory would just be working with the guests. I, people are hysterical. <laughs> They're <laughs> silly. They are weird. They will say the weirdest things. Um, you learn so much about other cultures also. And, um, yeah, I just think those are the memories that I will always cherish. Excellent. No, I mean, I, I, I think, uh, I, I think you're right. I mean, you, you're not going to forget your friends. I mean, those are the people that are sticking with you for forever now. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, they, they did make your time special working at the, at the parks. So, Oh, you become family. It, yeah. It's, it's, you know, we all start to get our own little language when we're on stage. You know, I could say something and my coworker knows exactly what I mean, but if a guest heard me, they have no idea, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and we have our own language with the characters also, which is great. Um, you know, you're not supposed to bring food up when you're meeting the characters, but someone had a Mickey bar and gave Donald a big old hug. And then Donald turned around his back to me and uh, to sign a year uh, an autograph book and he had a big chocolate mickey imprint on the back of his head oh no <laughs> you know so it's just you know and so you got to tell donald that hey you know what daisy wants to talk to you right now about tonight you're supposed to cook dinner blah, blah, blah. And donald's like what what are you talking about you know and he's like stomping his feet and i'm like yeah we got to go talk to daisy right now and, <laughs> and so we go backstage and i'm like donald you got to go wash up off you got chocolate all over you you know so i mean it's like there's just a million memories and it's, it's really hard to pinpoint specific ones besides Minnie mouse um but yeah definitely just the friendships that we make is just is, is really awesome that's great that's that's really great um well i want to know so you, you've probably taken thousands and thousands of photos while you were working there was there one photo that you took that just meant the most to you, whether it was the, the Warwick Davis photo shoot or if there was a photo in there, but like, is there one photo that just was like your favorite that you had taken during your entire time working at the, the Disney park? Uh, it was actually two photos that I took. Um, there was a, a family that came to Epcot and the lady was pregnant and I guess they, he had proposed at Epcot. They got married somewhere on property. Now she's pregnant. And I was like, oh, congratulations. You know, she's not too far due. And um, took some great pictures. And I think it was like six months later, they came back with their baby. And they're like, where's Steve? We need to find Steve. And a, a cast member came up with like, hey, guests are asking for you specifically. Can you come out? And I was like, yeah, let's go for it. It's that thing. Family, now they have the baby and they're like would you take photos of us and i was like oh my gosh i would love to so it was kind of cool to be able to witness you know those two parts of their lives and be a part of that and uh yeah i think that was probably one of my more memorable and favorite photos the pictures themselves were i'm sure awesome <laughs> i'm sure they're great but it was the the situation the environment and the the reason behind it of those photos which is what i think were pretty awesome 
Oh, that's so cool. I mean, that's great that they remembered you specifically and uh, they requested you. That's really cool. Yeah, well, I have my name is spelled S-T-E-E-V. And uh, I think people, you know, because they would look at my, I would see just watch people and they would look at my name tag and squint and I mouth it, you know, or they're like, Steve. I'm like, yeah, just like Steve, regular Steve. They're like, okay. So I think people kind of remembered my name, um, which was nice. I also had a fake city on my name tag. <laughs> a fake city? Which was kinda, yeah, I, uh, I'm, a, I'm a nerd. I'm a huge Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. And she's from Sunnyvale. Yeah. Or Sunnydale, sorry, Sunnydale, which is kind of a, is a fake city, supposedly near Santa Barbara. Um, and people are like, oh, you're from Sunnyvale. I'm like, no, Sunnydale. And people would pretend to know where it is, which I thought was hysterical. <laughs> uh, well, Sunny, uh, Sunnyvale is Hollywood. in Sunnyvale is in Silicon Valley, right? In that kind of area. Yeah, actually, I'm five miles away from Sunnyvale. Oh, okay. All right. That's that's, uh, yeah, here that's in, great in, though. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we had a Xander. If you're a Buffy fan and you're listening, uh, we had a Xander there, and he his was also from Sunnydale. I'm surprised. How, how did the how did Disney let you do that? Um, like how did I they... probably shouldn't be telling you that. <laughs> 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 if you're a cast member, there's ways around it. Oh, gotcha. Uh, the, you, yeah, uh, I don't want to get in trouble or anyone in trouble, um, but. Well, actually, for the longest time, I was Connor from Poughkeepsie because my name tag was stolen oh, uh, off off my yeah at at our at a break room, and it's funny because all those years later, I went to Disney World with a bunch of friends two years ago, and what was that like 2017? A cast member that I worked with who still works there was at the Brown Derby. And saw someone wearing my name tag, and it said Steve from Sunny uh, Dale, California. And he spoke to the manager and was like, "Hey, that I actually know the person who owns that name tag. Can I please have it back?" And when I went out to Disney World in 2017, um, I got my name tag back. <laughs> that's hilarious! What? A, that's so funny. So just having my name kind of you know spelled that way, and from that city, people remembered, and even my my old co-worker so it's pretty cool yeah oh, that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> um well great um i mean it's it's been a lot of fun talking to you and i'm I, f I feel like i could keep going but i'm gonna have to kind of put it towards an end but um before we get out of here um i want to know like what uh i i feel like i might know the answer already but i want to know what like what your favorite disney parks background music it, uh is Uh, probably the Epcot entrance. That's what music. I was thinking. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> and and the uh, innovations area, uh, because it didn't change between me visiting there as a kid and also at working there. Um, and I actually have it on my iPad. And while I'm working and we'll listen to this music and people are like what is this 80s music you're listening to <laughs> you know i have to go into this long story of why i'm listening to it uh, but the sad thing is i think that music is going to be going away um yeah not there's, too, there's a yeah. lot of innovations things that are closing so um yes yeah so i believe that the atmosphere of music walking in and through those areas 
is going to change. Hopefully, they'll maybe they'll put it in between other songs. But uh, I've heard rumors that, that all that music is going to be gone. Yeah, which makes me really sad. <laughs> I know. I hope not. I really hope not because Epcot <laughs> has some of the best music there is. So, oh um, yes. Uh, but cool. So um, yeah, I'm going to use the music because I like to put it behind uh, the interviews. So when you, if you listen to this back, it'll be pl- all the Epcot music will be playing throughout the episode. Oh, um, that's awesome. Yeah. So well, I want to talk to because you have a really cool um, shop, and I want you to kind of talk about your shop, with the name of it, and like what you do because you create uh, some really awesome things. So I, I want you to talk about that. Sure. Um, so I, I run a store called store, and uh, it's primarily on Etsy. So I 3D print, I design and 3D print, I'd say creative and magical modern designs. Um, anything from a spaceship earth planter to um, pop sockets. I've started doing Millennium Falcon pop sockets, spaceship earth pop sockets. And it's it's been quite a the ride. Up, the uh, up, I, uh, bottle cap pop socket is amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I cannot keep that in stock actually. Uh, oh really? <laughs> so yeah, I have uh, three printers, three three D printers going on twenty four seven here, and then I have two other ones, same printers outsourced in, in two other locations here in the San Francisco Bay Area, um, printing for me. Uh, all the orders so it's it's been pretty awesome my i do other things like pokemon and uh we're huge gamers here we love to play board games so i've designed cases to carry some games around um but yeah it's it's been a lot of fun the store opened last year i think we're about to have our one year anniversary which is great and it's it's been primarily a very positive experience i've met so many people a lot of my business comes from Instagram. Uh, Instagram is Stevel Labs also. And uh, yeah, it's it's great. People message me almost every day asking for custom orders, which I try to do. Um, and it, it for me, I, you know, I really do miss working at Disney. If I was offered a seat position right now, I, I would take it immediately. Uh, the next best thing is being able to do this is to create art that reminds people of their love for Disney, be it a spaceship earth planter that they can put on their desk at work. Um, those are dope. Those are really cool. I really really need to get myself (laughs) one of those. Uh, cause I always see them all the time. Like, ah, I just got to order one. I just have to do it. So, (laughs) well, I should, uh, I can give you a a discount code. If you want to give them out to your listeners, um, I can hook everybody up with a discount. Go for Uh, it. If you want. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do uh, large haunted mansion plaques, uh, Hollywood Tower hotel plaques. So it's no, and you know, guests will take pictures of these and either put them on Etsy or Instagram or just share them with me personally. And it's just another way for me thinking, okay, I'm still making people happy. I'm still creating magic some way, somehow. And uh, I think that's great. That's kind of. Like the next best thing to working for Disney, and you know, I get to design my own stuff and my own things here, uh, which is really is really awesome too. So, 
Yeah. I mean, I yeah. see, I see photos like people that you work with, they're bringing your stuff into the parks and taking photos with them and everything. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> you must feel, you gotta be proud of that. I mean, that's uh, it's, it's not hard creating kind of like a business like that and you seem to be doing well and you're creating such amazing product. And uh, hopefully I really want everyone, all of my listeners to uh, kind of to go check that out. So um, but yeah, so yeah, where, People... so where can we, where can we find you again? Where, what's your Instagram and what's the name of your shop? Uh, Instagram is Steve Labs. It's S T double E V I L L A B S on, uh, Instagram. And it's again, the same thing, Steve labs.store. And that will take you, uh, to the Etsy store. Uh, you can always message me there or Instagram if you have a specific request for something. Um, I do custom orders on the side too. So, but yeah, you can find me in both those locations. Perfect. Yeah, and I'll make sure to link uh, both of those in the show notes so you guys can just easily find it uh, there to make, yeah, to make it much easier. So, uh, But all right, Steve, this, is, uh, this has been so great talking with you tonight. Um, hopefully you had a little bit of fun. Um, it's oh, yeah, a blast. <laughs> perfect. I know. It's always fun talking Disney for an hour. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you had some, some really great stories working with the, as a photo pass photographer. And hey, you know what? Maybe one day you'll be back at Disney. Who knows? So, See. <laughs> all right, Steve. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Steve, thank you so much for coming on the show once again. You had just such great stories. Uh, it's just always fun to see how cast members interact with the guests, and you really went above and beyond uh, with a lot of your interactions. And it's just, yeah, a lot of fun to hear your experiences. So thank you so much. Really appreciate that. And uh, Steve has something for you listeners. So we were talking about his shop, uh, Stevel Labs. Now he is giving us a coupon code to use for any of his products on his shops. So I want to link all of it in the show notes so you guys can easily find it. Um, it is stevelabs.store. Uh, and you'll be able to go and use the coupon code there. Uh, so the coupon code is XSPRESS podcast 10 again that is excess press podcast 10 uh, i will put it in the show notes so you can use it and that will be able to save you 10 percent on his store and wow today he just launched this brand new mini uh sorry mickey mouse planter it is amazing it is so cool it's this 3d printed planter you could um just of course just put like a little plant in it uh and it looks great there's like several different styles there's like classic mickey there was like a pink one i think there's like a steamboat willy one there is a lot of different kinds and you can check those out right now on his instagram it is fantastic so i'm going to link everything in the show notes so please check out his work it is great 
But uh, but yeah, so guys, that is going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Uh, and if you would like to support the podcast, we do have t-shirts available at excesspresspodcast.com slash shop. You can get an Excess Press t-shirt over there. Uh, there's free shipping on all items and all the money that is earned goes directly back into the show. So yeah, that is available now. Uh, and if you're not subscribing to the podcast, please do so on Apple Podcasts anchor spotify stitcher google podcasts or however you listen to podcasts and if you can please leave a review it'll really help out the show tell your friends and family about us if they're disney fans check us out we got a lot of good content coming up i got some cool shows planned out for you guys uh, would love to get more listeners on the show. So yeah, share it out. Uh, if you're not following us on social media, you can do so at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and if, again, if you actually uh, want to be on the show, if you were a previous cast member and you'd like to be on the show, reach out to me. Just shoot me an email over at matt at excesspresspodcast.com and I'd love to get you on a future episode. But all right, guys, thanks for tuning in and for your support of the show. This is Matt from the Access Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.